Radioactive Rant podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Here we go. Zero filter. Zero coot. Mark Reynolds and Tom Swain. Oh, boy. This <laughs> is Radioactive Rant. Yeah! You know, somehow I need to get motivated to write... That book. Which one? Anyone. Oh. You the, know what I mean? The one about the radio station. Yeah. You should write. People do tell me that I don't like to do anything, though. <laughs> or like anything. Man, you don't like anything. That's horseshit. He I likes like, not liking things. Right. I like a lot of things. Food. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't have made it sound like I was going to have a list. Donuts. Oh, that's food. Anyway, I wrote several original screenplays. Yeah. Yep. And I really need to turn at least one of them into a novel, and you're thinking the radio one. Huh? I think so. I don't know. That one started out almost as a novel. Yeah, I have a lot of people that do encourage me to do that, but I'm just so fucking lazy. <laughs> at least you admit it. I don't want to do anything they're right. But uh, I do need to do that just to see if I can do it, you know? I mean, didn't think I could write screenplays. Yeah. And did quite a few of them. That's right. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to do that. Now, I wanted to share some security camera video and audio. Oh, no. Of me coming in the house. <laughs> because I was pissed that I erased my Christmas right. front yard antics. Tirade. But you're going to be able to watch the video. Oh, boy. And everybody else will be able to hear it. And I may be editing this out. So here we go. This is me coming into the house. Okay. Fucking shit. (laughs) Fucking stupid. Did you drop the keys? Stupid fucking shit. Fucking That's me. That's just you entering your house. Coming in the house. (laughs) I get to the door and all that happens, right? Yeah. Okay. And then I get inside and I'm like, wait, was I out there cursing? Let me check the video (laughs) on my phone. Let's check the video. And I'm like, oh my God, what an idiot. You know, who, who else was out there? Did anyone hear that? And then I thought, well, I'll delete it. Whoops. Maybe not. Maybe I'm stupid enough to play it right here on this uh, podcast. Show material. Yeah. Always be thinking. You know, you got to think that I'm not right in the head. (laughs) That's just a Tuesday for Mark. When all is said and done, here we go. Hold on here. Now, just listen to this for a second. Fucking shit. <laughs> fucking stupid piss lip. Fucking piss lip. Stupid fucking shit. Fucking. <laughs> Here's the sad part. That's a normal day for me. <laughs> and I'm like, People oh, my be, God. might be like, oh, no. He just, he did that. I have Tourette's. <laughs> I'm telling you, you right might. now. I think I do. Mm. All right. You know how I like to watch true crime documentaries, right? You hate it. Disturbing. I don't like them. So I got to bring up a Netflix. It's a three-part crime series from 2022. Mm -hmm. It's called Don't Pick Up the Phone. 
Okay. Here's the description, their description. Okay. In 2004, horrifying incidents at fast food outlets in Massachusetts and Kentucky led authorities to uncover a disturbing pattern of abusive hoax calls. Okay? Huh? Okay. Now, it starts off about an employee at a McDonald's in Mount Washington, Kentucky, an 18-year-old girl being strip-searched by her female manager back in 2004. Oh, you I heard of this? I remember that. Yeah, that was bad. Now, this is all caught on CCTV, closed-circuit yeah. television. Yeah. No audio, just the video, okay? Now, I watched the first 30 minutes of this series, and I told Brenda the synopsis because when she was in high school and college, she worked at McDonald's oh, yeah. first as an employee and then later as a manager, and she literally said, I forbid you to watch that, so I watched it. <laughs> Don't tell me not to watch it. Actually, I couldn't watch it. Too disturbing, even for me. Whoa. So I got through the first part of it. Yeah. Anyway, this 18-year-old employee at this McDonald's was told that if she didn't submit to the search that she'd be arrested or lose her job or both. Right. The documentary, it focuses on a rookie detective in this small town, Mount Washington, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Him landing his first case, and it's this one at this McDonald's in 2004. Mm. where a well-spoken man saying he's a police officer over the phone yeah. asked the manager if they have a young, petite girl with light hair as an employee. Now, that's a very general description for sure, <laughs> right? But yeah, every fast food right. restaurant has that person. There's like 17 of them right. at the uh, Chick-fil-A. So the cop, quote-unquote cop on the phone, goes on to tell the manager that a customer has come to the police headquarters and claims this person, the uh -huh. employee, stole a $50 bill from her purse. Oh, boy. And then he prompts the manager to bring this employee back to the office and instructs the manager to tell her that she can submit to a strip search instead of being hauled down to the police station and arrested. So she agrees. What the this is in this Jeez. documentary. It's in the first part. Yeah. Okay? You can see this kid doing all the stuff the caller's telling the manager, yeah. telling her to do, right? Yeah. And she's clearly distraught. The you, girl. Yeah, I right? think so. They blur out all the nudity. Yeah but still disturbing on many levels, okay? And for Holy some crap. reason, everything this fake police officer says, no matter how absurd, sounds reasonable, and they do it. Okay. Okay? <laughs> this goes on for hours. Just with that one girl? Yes. Oh, my God. In a busy McDonald's restaurant. So once this teenage girl is completely disrobed, the oh. cop on the phone tells the manager to get her car keys and take all her clothes out to her car, leaving her in this office naked with only a small cooking apron to barely cover herself. Yeah. All this on video. What the hell? So the female manager says to the caller, hey, we're busy. I got to run this restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> right? So this caller asks her if there's an adult man she trusts uh. and she can call him to come in and take over. And the woman's like, yeah, my fiance. Oh, God. So in a few minutes, this frumpy man comes lumbering in and takes the phone. Uh -huh. So he takes over, right? Yeah. The caller persuades him to describe this girl's breasts <laughs> and genitalia to him in great what detail, as fuck? well as her bra size. It gets wow. better. Well, no, it does not get better. It gets worse. It gets worse. Now, remember, this is an adult man who doesn't even work at this McDonald's. Wow. Okay. Now these next steps happen. I don't know. But this... Fuck! Whoa. Ends up having her do jumping jacks, fully uh, nude, the hell? has her running in place, checks her crevices uh, for drugs. Holy shit. Hold on to your uh, microphone. Remember that. Spanks this girl over his knee. Uh, and that's not part of the 
has oh, her man. perform oral Ugh. sex on him. It's a painfully slow process, extraordinarily methodical. I'm not watching this. No one knows why, but this girl performs oral sex oh. on this frumpy middle-aged man because someone impersonating a police officer over the phone says so. <laughs> How does anybody in their right uh, fucking mind equate giving someone oral sex with a criminal strip search? Right. right. Don't know how this creep justifies this, but he does. And finally, though, he figures this ain't right. And he hightails it the hell out of there. Right. <laughs> After the oral sex. After committing right. several felonies. Right. Violating this young lady. Oh. Now. The girl's clearly terrified, yeah, yeah. but she's obedient, and they play audio of her explaining all this to the real police, uh-huh. keeping oh, in mind God. that she's being accused of a crime the entire time she's in the manager's office, right? right? She says she's from a strict small-town military family, mm. and she was brought up to do exactly what an adult tells her to do, especially a manager. Oh, man. The rookie detective, he decides to do a Google search of McDonald's strip search, and boom, a billion things pop up. Oh. Turns out this has been going on since 1994, 10 years all over the country. Holy crap. Now, the next segment goes back a few years to 1999 in Blackfoot, Idaho, at a pizza joint. Just a mom and pop pizza place. Same thing happened to a 16-year-old girl, but this time a male co-worker came into work, went into the office, saw what was going on, and stopped everything. Nice. Okay? The stupid, fat, flop-sweating manager on the phone Uh (laughs) doing everything, and this guy walks in and says, what the fuck are you doing? So the co-worker grabs the phone, asks a couple of questions, and the so-called cop hung up. Interesting. Right? (laughs) Had this teenager's clothes off in the office. Oh, Jesus. The fake caller targeted certain audiences, obviously. Uh It seems like he preyed on small towns where people were more willing to believe in authority. Yeah. Especially if someone says they're the police, mm-hmm. right? People who were brought up to respect authority figures. Right. So this scumbag was smart enough to know that the smaller towns might have young, uh-huh. impressionable people working at their fast food restaurants. That makes sense. It happened wow. all over the country about 70 times. Whoa. That's crazy. Clearly the scum making the phone call is a serial sexual predator. <laughs> Yeah. Right. I would say so. Now, the scumbag fiance at the Uh, McDonald's. Yes. He went to prison. I would hope so, too. But his manager wife to be got off with a suspended sentence in parole. What? And the girl sued McDonald's via a trial Mm -hmm. and was awarded millions. Good. So. Oh, man. Wow. Both of those people should be doing jail time. Is that the craziest thing you've ever heard? I remember that one from 2004. Wow. But not all that detail. Jesus. And I got all of this in the first like 40 minutes. And it's a three-part series. And I'm like, I can't do this. No thanks. Like, no thank you. Unless they find the guy at the very end. We'll just skip all that shit and watch the very yeah, end. You know what? I didn't even do research to find out what happened. It was so disturbing. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah. what the hell is this? I'm not looking that up. Moving on. All right. Let's put that in the rearview mirror. <laughs> I had to bring that up, though. Put a cork in that. Crazy, right? Yikes. Uh, we're going to do a quick recap of what we talked about on the last Radioactive Ramp podcast to get everyone plugged in. All right. Because we're going to read a few text messages from our listeners, and most of the messages refer to the previous Radioactive Ramp episode. Some folks might be listening for the first time. True. 
or maybe missed the last episode yeah. and have no idea what we're talking about. So on the last episode, we talked about a grocery store with expired items on the shelf. Oh, we sure did. A lot of them. I once again brought up the trashy girls I went out with in my youth uh-huh. and how my wife hates when I bring up the trashy girls I went out with in my youth. I don't know why. We also shined a spotlight on the band cannons. Yes. And a lot more. So go to radioactiverant.com and that's where you can get in touch with us. And you can go to the contact page and that's where you can find out how to message us. I know that story was kind of long, but I had to bring that up. Why do you watch that crap? I didn't watch the whole thing. I gotta tell you, I was like, what the hell is I just like all my uh, weird, you know, ancient alien shit and that stuff. I'm gonna go to that stuff. True crime stuff is too disturbing for me. It really is. Messages from RadioactiveRand.com. Harlan, Conway, New Hampshire. What's the problem at that crappy grocery store with all the expired shit on the shelves? Is that true? I've never heard of that grocery store. Yes, Harris Teeter. Yeah, it's out here mostly in the uh, South Atlantic states. Yeah. Pretty much. But yeah, true. Dave, Biloxi, Mississippi. I like hearing about Mark's sloppy and trashy dates from when he was younger. (laughs) Although I bet he's embellishing a bit, it's still pretty funny. Not embellishing. I don't know about that. Yeah. Really not embellishing. Many... Many of them were filth. Went through plenty of penicillin back in the day. One more time. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Moving on to Christina, Santa Monica, California. Ah, Thanks for the heads up on the awesome band, The Cannons. I wasn't familiar with them, so I looked them up and listened to a couple of their tunes and ended up downloading several of their songs thanks to you guys. They're good. Hey, You won't hear them on the radio, though. Lady, it's not The Cannons. It's It's just just Cannons. cannons. And for that, you have to now delete (laughs) all the songs you downloaded from Cannons. Yeah. Scott. Scott! Westfield, New Jersey. There... Take 50. What's going on? This is really hard to say. Scott. Yeah. Westfield, New Jersey. That's the one. That rear end cream you guys talk about (laughs) is a real thing. I couldn't believe that there were advertisements about that stuff. So I checked. (laughs) And sure enough, there's actually a deodorant product on the market for your butt. You think Mark is making this shit up? Really? Come on. It's Lumi is what it's called. And it's not just for your butt. It's okay. for It's to address your thigh creases <laughs> and under boobs. Yeah. And of course, your vulva. Ooh. <laughs> Lumi. Mason, Marfa, Texas. I like everything about your podcast except the old television trivia questions. Oh, okay. I skipped through that part because I hate that part of the show. Then don't listen to any of it. <laughs> right? <laughs> Bye-bye now, Mason from Marfa, Texas. I wish we could do a focus group. Don't worry, Mason. Whoa. All righty. There you go. Uh, Okay. It's the Radioactive Brand Trivial Pursuit TV Trivia Cards Classic Television Questions Game. That makes me dizzy. So I found these cards out in the garage, minus the actual game. Just the TV trivia cards from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Ready? I was born Born ready. ready. Not really. Number one, what rank was Tony Nelson in the beginning of I Dream of Genie? 
I believe he was captain. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was promoted to major. That's right. You got it. I Number remember two. his uh, upper boss, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Dr. Bellows? Yes. That's Dr. not his boss, Wait, I don't think. Is that his what boss? What was Dr. Bellows? He was the psychologist. Position. He was the psychiatrist who always thought he was crazy. He was just crazy. You know, because, because of all the goings on with genie stuff. Okay. Okay, moving all on. Right, all right. We have another question on the Radioactive <laughs> Rant Trivial Pursuit TV Trivia Cards Classic Television Questions Game. On the love boat, uh huh. What was Captain Steubing's daughter's name? Oh God! Really? Really? I don't oh. It was uh, Vicky, played by Vicky. Jill. Jill. Jill Whelan. I think that's how you say her name. I think at one point in the later episodes there was a. Uh, in there somewhere with her. Uh, I can't remember, though. I remember what she looked like. That's I, about it. Not for the first episode she was in. No? No. Oh. Okay. There. Yeah. Maybe later. Moving on to the third uh, question on the Radioactive Rant <laughs> Trivial Pursuit TV Trivia Cards Classic Television Questions Game. Ugh. Which product was billed as the astronaut's drink? That's easy. Why oh. can't oh no not Ovaltine uh high C it's something orange Tang Tang Gah! that's right here's the fourth question Tang the bar restaurant on Quincy is called what uh, Danny's mm. Danny I never yeah. watched Quincy nope and there you go. No, not my jam, not my as jam, the kids say. Yeah, that's what the kids say. Probably don't say that We're going to move on to the celebrity rants, where we call out celebrities that irritate the crap out of us. Yeah. It's basically famous people or people that are famous that should not be famous. <laughs> Mr. Douglas. Mr. Douglas. <sighs> Nobody. I mean, nobody under the age of 40 is going to get that reference. Well, they're stupid then. Okay, who you got? I got, speaking of stupid, Uh uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Who's that? The rapper? You haven't heard of him? No. Oh, my God. (laughs) He got famous uh, for basically just rapping real fast. That was his claim to fame back in the day. Five years ago? I don't know. Something like that. Now he's just like, attention-seeking whore. Oh, I hate those people. Wears pastel pink clothes. Oh, that's He's nice. Got his hair all dyed and, you know, Ooh. look at me, look at me. <laughs> yeah. He even smashed a wine glass on his forehead at a party just to cap things off at the end of the party, just to wow. seek more attention. He is an attention whore. Why didn't he use a like a beer bottle? Like a real man. Yeah, really. A champagne glass? Hey, Wuss. Yeah. Anyway, he started rapping yeah. and making mediocre rap. Now he's moved on to making mediocre... Shitty uh, rap. No, pop punk. Okay. Ugh, that whole genre sucks. The yeah. pop punk? I don't get it. How can punk be pop? Don't ask yourself those questions. Uh, if you want to hear a good hip-hop, I don't know what he is, hip-hop artist uh, slash folk musician, look up Ren. Okay. Hi, Ren is a really good song that he did recently. 
Okay. Anyway, Machine Gun Kelly. That's my the celebrity that I hate. Mine is Casey Anthony. Oh, God. She's no. the one that was accused of killing her two-year-old daughter, Kaylee, back in 2008. Why do you have to bring her up? Now, she was acquitted of murder, but give me a break, okay? Uh-huh. The trial was a circus. She yeah. should have been convicted and sent to the chair and done with her. Yeah. She's a straight-up lying scumbag, trash through and through. She looks like trash. Yeah. So this little shit stain wanted nothing more than to be a party girl, and having a kid was just too bothersome. Mm -hmm. She neglected her child, and that's the end of the story. But now, after a decade, she's resurfaced. Are you kidding me? Yeah, she's in a new three-part docuseries that's streaming on Peacock called Casey Anthony, Where the Truth Lies. Oh, no. This (laughs) is back in the spotlight again. But thankfully, this series is on Peacock, so basically only eight people right. will see it. <laughs> Peacock. And that's Celebrity Rand. Oh. She's one of the ones that would date Machine Gun Kelly. Let me tell you something. When that trial was going on back in 2008. Oh, man. Or actually 2009, I guess. Was it? Anyway, uh, I was all over that. Yeah. I was looking at that every day, just screaming and that. being pissed. It was just so infuriating. Ugh. All right. Moving on to listener rants. It's where the listeners of this podcast send in the things that infuriate them. Oh. Go to radioactiverant.com and click on listener rant to see our growing list of what people hate. Click on the content. Fuck. Click on the contact page and message us with what bugs you, and maybe we'll read it on the podcast. Here's a few things our listeners can't stand. Ike, Sedona, Arizona. Hmm. People in the express lane that have way more items than they're supposed to have. That's a good one. I don't like that. Yeah, I hate those assholes. Now, hate is a strong word. But not strong enough. No, but it's perfect when you mean it. (laughs) Think about (laughs) that. Danny, Lansing, Michigan. Woof. (laughs) <laughs> Spent a year there one night. Danny doesn't like when two people with the same name stand in a picture with someone else, like Emma, Rachel, Emma, and call it an Emma sandwich instead of a Rachel sandwich. That made no sense, huh? but I'm reading it verbatim. All right. Is it like you don't say bread sandwich? You say what's in the middle? Uh, is that what the rant okay. is? You following me? I'm not, but that rant is not good. Evelyn, Lake City, Florida. Evelyn doesn't like when, and again, I'm reading these verbatim. Mm -hmm. When bitches bitch to other bitches about them being a bitch. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. That one made more sense than the previous one. I didn't get that one. Okay. Christopher Brentwood, Tennessee. Now, see, Christopher's from Brentwood, Tennessee, so we're probably not going to understand anything. (laughs) Sorry, Christopher. Oh, no, I get his now. Oh, okay. Christopher doesn't like having to wipe more than three times after pooping. Oh, yeah, that's a pain in the ass. Amen. Your bunghole gets all raw and bloody and gloppy. What the hell are you wiping with? And then you walk around like Frankenstein the rest of the day. (laughs) Two words, squatty. Potty. Oh, God. You're welcome. There's your insert commercial. Yeah. Jose. We need to be sponsored by them, I think. Gotta we give them enough uh, plugs, you know. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> get it. Okay. Jose. Al- Jose. <laughs> Albuquerque, New Mexico. Al- Jose doesn't like people who sing out loud that cannot sing. Uh, you mean like this? We are. We oh. Huh? Whoa. Oh, man. I know exactly what you're talking about, Jose. 
And that's listen to Rand. And that puts a plug on this mother trucker. Oh, butt plug. I really, really, really wanted to curb using the F word. Mm-hmm. But when we start out with me at the front door on security <laughs> coverage true. footage, it's hard. Every other word. Well, actually, just every single word. Here was the big dilemma. Uh-huh. I dropped the key. Big deal. Was- <laughs> Most people would just reach down, pick it up, and not have a slew of filth just a pouring out of their mouth. Yeah. I don't know what to say about that. Letting the expletives fly. Oh. We'll end on this. Actually, we should end on this. Yeah, not that one. He's got better ones. All right, we're out of here. Bye. You just heard the Radioactive Rant podcast with Mark Reynolds and Tom Swain. Find out more at RadioactiveRant.com. I'm Doc Holliday for Radioactive Rant.